Hey everyone, how's it going? I'm Alex Cunningham, and this is a special edition of Small Town Sports and More podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about the girls' matchup tonight against Mount Vernon, and then the boys' matchup Thursday night against Southeast Valley. But before I get to the quick preview of the basketball games, I want to give a quick shout-out to the four state wrestlers that made it down to the tournament. They are Cade Bloom, Christian Eslick, Eli Thorson, and Logan Powers. Those four have been consistently dominating throughout the whole season, and hopefully they can continue their success down in Des Moines and make a deep run for a state title. So good luck to you boys on Thursday. Let's get to the first game. The girls play Mount Vernon tonight. Start time is 7 p.m. at Rolling Story High School. Mount Vernon comes in with a record of 12-10. and 10. Looking at the stats, um, they seem to be a little bit overmatched as the Norths come in with a record of 17-5. and five. Mount Vernon, they do shoot the three-pointer shot pretty well as they shoot 38% from three-pointers. So that would be a key of emphasis for the defense for the Norths, not allowing them to get great looks at the three-point line and not letting them do catch-and-shoot threes, um, making them do something different. Uh, Mount Vernon does not rebound the ball very well. They don't turn teams over very well either, and they average about 15 turnovers themselves. So I think the Norse girls can easily create turnovers and get runouts and easy baskets and uh, create open shots for other teammates. The Norse defense is probably the key here as they only allow 35 points a game to opponents, and I looked at I I I look at that as a trend that'll go through the postseason. I don't think Mount Vernon will be able to score very well against the Norseman girls' defense. Um, Mount Vernon's leading scorer is Liz Doherty. She's a senior. She averaged about 10.7 rebounds. And then Mount Vernon has about five girls that shoot 30% or better, somewhere even closer to 40% from the three-point line. So that will be definitely an emphasis, making sure those girls don't get on fire or get in a rhythm with their shots. Payton Simpson is a sophomore. She averages 10 points. Mackenzie Wrenchshiler, she averages 8 points. She's a senior, and she's shot in the most three-point attempts. She has shot 146 for the season. Lily C. is a junior. She averages 7 points. Cameron Brand is a junior. She averages 4 points. And Aaron Jackson is a freshman, and she averages 4 points. Lily, Cameron, Aaron... They've only shot about 40 three-pointers for the whole season, so they don't shoot it much. But when they do shoot it, they tend to make it a lot. Um, for our Norse girls, we're led by Reagan Barkema, 15 points, 7 rebounds. She shoots 35% from three-point line. Maddie Bauer averages about 9 points. She shoots about 39% from three-point line. Reese Johnson averages 8 points. Madison Geis averages 7 points. And she shoots about 39% from the three-point line, but she has only taken 28 shots from, from that range. And then Elizabeth Eiley, Cameron Landy, and Claire Trussell average four points for the Norse girls. I think uh, the key will be our defense and our offensive rebounding. We average about 12 offensive rebounds, which is about six more than Mount Vernon. And then we average about 13 steals, which is about six more than Mount Vernon. So I think we can turn them over. And I think we can hit the boards pretty hard. Our girls do a great job of rebounding. And then, like I said, I think it'll come down to defense. I think the game will be pretty close, maybe the start. And then uh, you'll t uh, you'll see 
the girls tend to pull away from this one. Um, I don't see Mount Vernon scoring over 35 points, you know, and if we average our 58, then it should be a pretty comfortable win for the girls. So good luck to the girls tonight. Again, tip-off is 7 p.m. at Rolling Story High School. On to the boys' matchup. The boys will play Thursday night at 7 p.m. at Rolling Story High School, and they will play Southeast Valley, who comes in with a 12-10 and record. The Norse boys finished the regular season at 19-2. and This is a rematch of a, reg uh, a previous matchup during the regular season where the Norse boys ended up winning a close one, 47-44. The boys were down 18 to 17 and a half, but then in the second half, they made enough plays to come out with the victory. Besides the field goal percentage, the boys won every category in their first matchup. We shot more free throws, we had more rebounds, we had more steals, and we had less turnovers. And in that stat line, winning those categories helped because... Southeast Valley, they did shoot 50% from the field at the first game, and we only shot 37%. But if you get more rebounds, you get more steals, and you turn the ball over less, then you obviously get more possessions, and that leads to more shots than the other team. Um, Southeast Valley is led by Aaron Graves, big guy. He's a great post player. He can shoot it with his right hand. He can shoot it with his left hand. He's averaging about 22 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. He can't shoot the three-pointer as he shoots 33% from the three-point line. You know, our posts in practice have been really focusing on how to defend him and how to limit his ability to score. So, I mean, the main factor is trying to keep him under his scoring average. Last game, he kind of took over in the third quarter. He had 10 points in the third quarter, but then, uh, you know, Kale Landy came in in the fourth quarter and really slowed him down by not allowing him to catch the ball. Their other uh, stud is Colson Cruz. He's a senior. Great athlete. He averages 19 points a game, and he really does a good job of being in the passing lanes. He averages about four steals a game. His main thing is he's a great shooter from outside. He shoots at 40% from three-point line. So our guards this, uh, during practice have been really focusing on not losing track of where he's at and making sure he doesn't uh, have catch-and-shoot threes or rhythm threes, running him off the line having him take contested shots. Their third leading scorer is Trey Fisher. He's a senior. He averages about seven and a half points. And he also does a great job of being in the passing lanes. He gets about three steals a game. But other than that, you know, they don't have much scoring from besides those three. They played Monday night against Green County, and of their 65 points, 64 of the points came from three guys, mainly uh, Graves and Colson Cruz. So, I mean... They're going to score their points. We just have to limit their touches, limit their great shots, and then uh, try to hold them underneath their average. Last game, the, the Norse boys did a great job of limiting Colson Cruz to nine points. He is one of six from the three-point line, so I expect a great effort on the defensive end from the Norse boys. Uh, the Norsemen boys are led by Isaiah Naylor. He averages about 17 points. Jonathan Wilkinson... Great overall player, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists a game. Luke Patton's been huge for us this year. He's averaging a double-double with 11 points and 11 rebounds. Will Bunn, 7 points. And one thing where I think we have the advantage over Southeast Valley is our depth. We can bring uh, Ben Greenfield off the bench. We can bring Boaz Clark off the bench. And then 
even Dylan Leto, he had a great game last game. So, I mean, there's three guys off the bench where, you know, that's instant scoring, um, you know, instant um, energy off the bench that gives uh, our starters a, a quick breather. And, you know, we don't lose a beat when those guys come in. Um, looking at the stats, field goal percentage is about even, three-point percentage is about even, but we do shoot significantly better from the free throw line than Southeast Valley. So if it comes down to free throws, I give the advantage to us. I think this game will be highly contested. We've played Southeast Valley three times in like the last three years. I'm sure they're getting tired of losing to us, so this game will be their Super Bowl. So our boys have to dig in and realize that you know, there is no more tomorrow, so we have to match their intensity level, match their effort, and match their uh, uh, intensity. But, you know, I think if the Norse boys play the way they've been playing all season, then they should uh, win this game. We didn't shoot the ball great against Southeast Valley last time. We had great shots, but they just weren't falling. So when those fall shots fall on Thursday night, I think, you know, we'll, we'll come out with a win. But like I said, for the girls' game, it's tournament time, so, you know, players might get tight or, you know, teams might play crazy defenses or they might just hold the ball for a while and try to put the pressure on on the other team. But for both games, we need a great crowd. So come out on Wednesday night, support the girls. If you can make it down to the state tournament on Thursday morning and support the wrestlers, that'd be great. And then also come back home on Thursday night and support the boys. These are two big games for both the boys and girls and it's a great week to be a Norseman very exciting week with all the tournament going on um, I'm excited for our boys to get back on the basketball court they've had a long layover I know they're ready they're probably tired of practices so they should be ready to go um, just a great time to be a Norseman so with that being said I think that's uh, all I have to say for the previews of the boys and girls game I thank you for listening. Hopefully this was informative. Hopefully you enjoy it. If not, I apologize. I try to bring content that people might want to listen to. So with that being said, have a great day and go Norse.